And racing. Welcome to the Dogcast for Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au. Yes, welcome to the Dogcast brought to us by Greyhound Racing SA. I'm your host, Tim Edwards. Back in the chair alongside me today is Greyhound Racing SA's racing manager, Sean Matheson. Sean, uh, great to be part of the show again. Yeah, absolutely, Tim. Yeah, welcome back to you. And Yatesy did a fantastic job last time. But it was a few weeks ago that we had a, um, a Dogcast. And there's been plenty going on in Greyhound Racing in South Australia. Yeah, that is for sure. And certainly we're going to go back and have a look at the uh, heats of the St. Ledger last Thursday night and talk about the the feature final this Thursday night of the St. Ledger. We had four heats last week. We're also going to look back at the uh, Tab Greyhound of the Year Awards night, which was held back on the 5th of February. Some wonderful awards were handed out that night. Uh, lots of other things to talk about too. Uh, things that we've missed over the last few weeks, the SA Sprint Championship final. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the Golden Maiden Series final. Uh, that's all coming up, of course, on the Dogcast. Our interview this week is going to be with Matty Payne, who's got Aston Carlos in the feature as well. That's all coming up on today's edition of the Dogcast. The Week in Review. Yeah, the Week in Review is brought to us by Fresh Pet Food Co., proud suppliers of fresh pet food for our GAP SA Greyhounds in the GAP prison programs. They're based right here in South Australia. If you want to know more about Fresh Pet Food Co., jump on the website, Fresh Pet Food Co., all one word, C-O. Dot com dot au. Sean, so much has been happening. I thought we'd first of all turn our attention back to January 13th. I know it's a while ago now. It's about a month ago, but we had the SA Sprint Championship final won by Stout Manelli for Tim Aloisi. And just on Stout Manelli, after he went on and won that race, he came out last week and broke the track record over the 5.95, running 33.68. So Tim Aloisi has certainly got him flying right now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just on the SA Sprint Championship final, a, a great feat by Stout Manelli. That's his feature race win. We we saw him through the Adelaide Cup Series back in October where he just ran second, tipped off in one of the heats and was reserved for the final. But he got his... Uh, uh, he won the Ashes in December and, and the SA Sprint Championship. A great win, 30-17, super quick time beating Victor Hayden and Victor Grosso. That, those greyhounds are matching up really well and they're going to have some great battles in the coming weeks and months. And yeah, Tim, as you said, we saw him then step out over the 5.95 last Thursday night and it didn't just um, just take a few points off the track record. He, yeah. he took point four off of the off the track record. And we know at the Angle Park track records, um, they're going to reduce over time as the yeah. track settles. Dogs get used to it. But to have um, a high-quality sprinter like Stout Manelli step up to the 5.95, we know he's very strong. Mm. But to run uh, you know, 33, um, 33 68. 68 and reduce it by almost point four of a second was amazing. One by 6.75 lengths. And... Um, brained him and he's in on Thursday night again so it'll be interesting to see what he can do. Yeah, looking forward to that. Of course, he's going to be up against his kennel mate Lashes Manelli there. Mm. We'll talk about her a bit later on but that was the SA Sprint Championship and uh, Stout Manelli is certainly in the top two or three of our greyhounds in the state right as it stands right now. Uh, Clint Trengove had uh, a great run of success with feature wins of course of late but he had uh, It's Smudgy taking out the John Gray feature final on January 20. Clint Trengove's team Sean, I must admit, the Trengo team at the moment is absolutely flying. I don't think Clint's had a better time in training than what he's doing right now. No, absolutely. It was highlighted through the Festival of Fire. Had three of mm. the five feature races went went their way. Um, it's smudgy, probably considered for a good part of its career a short course greyhound. Yeah. He stepped him up to the 5.30 and won his heat, won his final, 30.75. Ran home in the final of the John Gray. 
Um, beat a, a really good quality field of grade fives, Mr. Ticket and Al Fieri. And yeah, really showed really bottom and depth um, to the Greyhounds. Obviously, there's, there's the kennel star Frankie Boy did a great mm-hmm. job in Melbourne on Saturday night running fourth in, yeah. a, in a 700 metre race. Frankie and, Boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frankie Boy, sorry. And, but yeah, almost uh, anything that uh, he puts a, a Connor and lead on at the moment is 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 running exceptionally well and has a wonderful strike rate. So it's smudgy, a great win by the team, and I know they were wrapped afterwards. Yeah, January 23rd, we had the Golden Maiden Series at Gawler. Tony Rasmussen won it with Willow, um, who is showing like he could be something special, Sean. Yeah, for sure. I mean... It, Owned by the Butchers. So we know a few of the Butchers dogs are with other yes. trainers. Um, just, you know, we spoke with Cam Greyhound of the year. It's just a little bit of health, a little bit of travel, all that sort of stuff. But, yeah, Willow for the Rasmussens. They've got another good one there. 31-37 was a really dominant win. Uh, this race, the Golden Maiden each year produces some really nice Greyhounds that mm. progress. So looking forward to see where Willow gets to in the future. But we know the Rasmussens, are, they're always having a great run with their dogs. So... Uh, yeah, looking forward to see where Willow gets to. Yeah, Harbour Blues won the Doug Payne final uh, for Kieran Corby on uh, January 27th. Harbour Blues is that sort of dog. When he gets out and running, he's hard to get past, and he was able to win that feature. Yeah, it, restricted to SA bred pace, uh, paces, going back to my harness <laughs> yeah. days, mm. SA bred greyhounds. Um, and, you know, we've got some wonderful SA bred greyhounds, the Victor dogs, as we know, but Harbour Blues has got wonderful acceleration, particularly from the first split to the back straight and really opened up a nice break on on the opposition there and, and held on well, 30-42. Kieran Corby, I think one has won this race, you know, four or five times, yeah. I think, over... Well, she's always had some really good SA-bred dogs. We know she breeds and races her own. So Harbour Blues, another uh, a wonderful feature race win for her. Yep, that was the month of January. The When we turned our attention then to February, of course, we had the 2021 Tab Greyhound of the Year Awards uh, hosting the night with Yatesy. It was a fantastic night. Sean, um, Jack's Swirl was crowned the uh, prestigious title of the Greyhound of the Year. Cameron Butcher continues to turn out winners. We mentioned it on the night that he's had so many great dogs in the past, and this is just another one of them, Jack Swell. And I think that got him over the line, Sean, was that third in the Adelaide Cup. There was not much between Victor Grosso, Victor Hayden, and Jack Swell for mine, between yep. the three of them. Uh, but Jack Swell, that third in the Adelaide Cup was probably just the, the iceberg tipper, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, placed at Group 1 level after winning his heat in our in our pinnacle race of the year. Mm. Um, yeah, I think probably tipped it over the edge. Now, he... he won unanimously, so he got all the first preference votes. He also had a, a rich body of work. He started in January, yeah. raced all the way through, had a little bit of a spell there um, where he had um, just a bit of a break, but he, he raced in all the feature events, uh, very consistent greyhound. Um, you coined it, I reckon, last year, uh, Tim, that uh, this dog was going to progress mm. and be one of the stars of racing, and, and certainly he is, Jack's well. Uh, Cam Butcher, very humble man. A bit of luck, apparently, is how yep. he gets um, a bit of a fluke for, yep. to get these dogs to win Greyhounds of the Year. But a, uh, a worthy recipient. The And also the finalists was highlighted the quality of racing mm. that we have in South Australia. So credit to all of them. It was a great night, wonderfully hosted by yourself and Yatesy, Tim. Um, but, yeah, some, some great winners on the night, a gala event. And so, um, yeah, we look forward to what, uh, I suppose, 2022 brings. But Jack's well, 
we've already seen him uh, winning races in the early mm. part of the year, so he's going to be hard to beat for next year's Greyhound of the Year as well. Yeah, he's already started the year particularly well. Stoutmanelli might have something to say about yeah. that if he sticks around. Um, the St. Ledger Heats last Thursday night, we had four of them. Just running through the results there, we had the Heat 1, won by Springvale Matty, ran 30 and 36, leading all of the way. Aston Carlos ran second. Um, Springtime, Maddie, she just won at the start, didn't she, Sean? Yeah, she's got that terrific acceleration, a 5.21 to the first post, and she's strong. And so once she was able to lead, she was able to race away with it. One by seven lengths. That's a Carlos. Good run for Maddie Payne. We'll talk to him later. But, uh, yeah, she got the job done. We know she's a high-quality bitch, so um, she'll be hard to beat. Yep, she will be. Uh, Wizardry Things, heat number two, ran 30 and 49. Love the way that he got back in the field and railed mid-race and was able to swallow them up late to win. Uh, little purpose certainly gave him something to think about. But, uh, look, he, run, he won 30 and 49. He's got a tricky box draw in the final. Yeah, he's a dog that he's always going to need a little bit of luck because he doesn't have that early speed, but definitely has all the strength on the way home. And he showed it last Thursday night to get the win. Um, it looks like he's a dog who he knows how to win as mm. well, so which is a benefit for the Murrays, and we know they can get dogs to uh, perform. And Little Purpose did a good job to lead them up and hang on to make the final. She's a hot shot, won the third heat for uh, for Troy Murray, 30 and 39. That was just outside the uh, the best of the night from Springvale Maddie running 30 and 36, as far as the heats were concerned anyway. Um, look, she drew the pink. She began brilliantly. She was far too quick early. And look, maybe wrong. To, to its credit, it stuck on okay. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, went um, went certainly better than its twenty three dollars in the, in the markets. But she's a hot shot. She has such brilliant acceleration at the start. She wins her races by getting out in front. And thirty thirty nine is a really strong performance. Yeah. So it looks like she's getting stronger, and she can continue that with her high speed. She's going to win an awful lot of races, but it does look like she's getting a bit more strength in her racing. Mm. Um, and that 5.17 first split's amazing. Yeah, Springvale Max won the last heat, running 30 and 49. He drew box seven. He got the rail early. I don't know how he got there in the end yes. because on the first corner, it looked like he was going to get poleaxed, but he found the rail and, and midway down the back, he looked like he would win. Midnight Bandit was huge running second. It took a lot of ground off the winner. Yeah, Springvale Max blew in the market massively, obviously for just for the box seven. But as you said, Tim, once he lobbed so close, really hard to run down. Midnight Band, again, also drew wide. He found himself fourth on the rails down the back straight and powered home as well for Dave Peckham. Uh, both of those dogs are going to be blowout chance in the final because they're very strong, just depending on where they land in the run. But good on Gavin Harris uh, getting Springvale Max home in that race. Yep, that was the Week in Review. It was brought to us by Fresh Pet Food Co. Look them up, freshpetfoodco.com.au. The Preview. Yeah, the preview this week uh, is, as always, um, sponsored by uh, the Greyhound Tips Twitter feed, Sean, as yep. per normal, which is uh, Twitter at the Dogs SA if you want to know more about them. Uh, free tips for all of our Metro race meetings here in South Australia and, as always, gamble responsibly. So we're focusing on the uh, the St. Ledger. Before we do, Sean, we should touch on, too, that an announcement was made during the week yep. that the uh, Murray Bridge and Mount Gambier Cups now uh, are elevating to Group 3 status. So that's uh, particularly good news, isn't it? Oh, for sure. For uh, the Murray Bridge and Mount Gambier Clubs and, and uh, those regions to have status of Group 3 level for their feature race, um, is wonderful for those clubs. It, it brings them into line with the Gawler Club, who's been at Group 3 level for quite a long time. Uh, 25000 to the winner, 
um, it will really generate plenty of interest and in, uh, in those regions and will attract we know will attract the wonderful greyhounds to those clubs we already get them anyway mm. but at that level just the the status um, yeah as it brings them right into line with all of our country clubs they've got their one feature race group three we hope to get um, terrific fields for those we'll get great heats i know mm. plenty of metropolitan and southeast trainers and also from interstate will come for both those murray bridge and mount gambia there's also a bonus that links both of them as well so if you can win the murray bridge cup and then win the mount gambia cup there's right. about a, a, a five thousand dollar bonus for the same greyhound and five thousand dollar bonus if the trainer can win both so really wonderful prize money on offer um as we know the murray bridge cup is next month yeah in march yeah in march mm-hmm. and then the uh mount gambia cup is in in early april so yeah. plenty to look forward to for our local participants um so no doubt we'll see a few of the uh the bigger name greyhounds venture to some of those to those venues in a lead up to those series. So yeah. looking forward to it. Yeah, Mount Gambier. I think the heats might be the last weekend in March of the Cup, and then the final. I think is the first weekend in April. It's yeah. Actually, I think the heats first week in in April, right. and then just uh, the, the week after that. But yeah, great initiative by the board mm. um, to uh, to 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 elevate those races to Group 3 status. Yep. So, um, yeah, really looking forward to it. And hot off the press, we'll be going down to call those heats and cups uh, at Mount Gambia too, Sean. Absolutely. For those who don't know, um, and it's very seamless that mm. the, the callers are, are remote at Mount Gambia. Just with the... Tim, you've done the Mount Gambia mm-hmm. trip plenty of times. It's a, it's hard to get there and get out, and you know you've got plenty of commitments the next day yes. all the times because as a race caller. But to have... Um, you know, a race caller on course for their pinnacle meetings will be great to have you guys there. Yeah, we'll be doing some interviews down there as well. So lots to look forward to as we head towards Mount Gambia, as we head towards Easter. Um, the St. Ledger, Thursday night. Let's touch on this uh, final field. Uh, we've got Aston Carlos, who's come up with box one for Matt Payne. She's a hot shot's got box two for Troy Murray. Springvale Max in three for Gavin Harris. Four is Midnight Bandit, David Peckham. Five Little Purpose, Lisa Rasmussen. Six Springvale Maddie, Cherylee Barber. Seven is Maybe Wrong for Shelley Trengove. And eight is Wizardry Things for Troy Murray. Spring Mayfield and Spring Flora make up the reserves. So the St. Ledger final. Um, look, Sean, how did you see the race? For me, I, I, look, I see it this way. I see She's a Hot Shot and Springvale Maddie showing the speed. Yeah. Um, they look to be the two that would press forward. Uh, whichever one of those two is able to lead probably goes a long way to winning the race. Now, is there a dog that can run them down? Perhaps if they're sitting close enough, the likes of Springvale Max or, or potentially Midnight Bandit, the way it got home last start. Now, Tim, have you been reading my notes about this race? No, because not at all. that's pretty much how mm. how I, I see it. I agree 100%. 100%. She's a hot shot. Springvale Maddie um, both look the leaders to the first turn. Uh, Springvale Maddie occasionally can miss it a little bit. Hmm. Um, she's a hot shot tends not to miss it. So I'm thinking that she's a hot shot leads. Um, and I think that it then advantages Springvale Max and Midnight Bandit because I do think they will probably cross Aston Carlos. And we'll talk hmm. to Matty Payne, as we mentioned later. He's got the one. But I think they might be able to sneak across Aston Carlos. And if they do, they'll both be on speed. So long as they don't miss the kick hmm. either. Hmm. Um, the fear would be they miss it a little bit. And I think then she's a hot shot. Could possibly be off and gone for yeah. Troy Murray. And she showed the, the depth um, in her performance last week that she can hang on. So I really think um, she holds all the cards in the race. I think she'll lead. I think she'll be hard to beat. The others need that touch of luck mm-hmm. to run her down. But I think the four 
will be there. Springwell, Maddie, she's strong even if she misses it a little bit, but if she's up on speed, she's all right. And both Max and Midnight Bandit getting home hard mm. with good runs will round out the top four. Um, who was you going to be on yeah, your top selection? I think I'd be selecting She's a Hot Shot, mm. thinking that she would find the lead, and she's got that bit more stamina these days. But it wouldn't surprise me if Springvale Maddie absolutely rocketed out and led uh, and then would take some beating. So I'd probably have them this way, two over six, and then I'd have four and three in for third and fourth. I think if there is going to be a surprise, a big surprise, I think the surprise dog could be maybe wrong. Yeah. Only by what I saw last week in the heat. So I, I just love the way it's stuck on. Yeah, as as you mentioned with the Trengoves, mm. they, their dogs are performing exceptionally well and certainly ran better than the odds um, suggested last week. Um, this race, Tim, is a, is a high-quality race. Good dogs win this race. Jack's Well won this race mm. last year, and we know Jack's Well ended up winning the Greyhound of the Year. So good dogs win this one. So mm. no doubt whoever does... Um, we look forward to seeing how they progress in the future. Yeah, $10,000 to the winner too, so it's good prize money. Absolutely. I mean, all of our feature races are uh, have uh, elevated around that sort of price, so definitely well worth winning. I said this is a restricted age event, but we couldn't have asked for a better field. No, certainly so. Now, the other race on the night that I wanted to touch on was race number three. Terrific race. We see Stout Manelli over the 595. Now, Look, he comes up against Victor Hayden, who's in box two. We know how good he is over this sort of distance. And then Lashes Manelli, who's back from an injury. Yep. Um, she also has the ability to win this. So this should be a fascinating race. Stout Manelli probably leads. Victor Hayden, if he lobs second, can he run him down? Um, based on last week, he'd say no. Oh. But but we know that Tony Rasmussen has a huge opinion of Victor Hayden. He does. Um, and, I mean, I mean, it would be a wonderful match race scenario if that was to happen with Stout Manelli leading Victor Hayden right on his back. But Stout Manelli is such a hard dog to run past. I yeah. mean, I don't know. I'd like to know the figures. I don't know them. But when he leads, if he ever gets run down, because mm. I haven't seen a dog in SA run past him. So um, lo looking forward to this race. Lashes Manelli first up over 5.95. She's an out-and-out 700-metre dog, but obviously this is a bit more of a... Um, returning to racing yeah. over the 595. There's no 700 metre on the program, by the way. Yeah. So it'd be really interesting to see how she goes. But the let's look down the track in a few weeks' time. Lashes Manelli, fantastic Radley, mm. the truck over 700. You know, you know. again, we're going to have that really wonderful pool of these sort of dogs running around over the same trip. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, I was actually surprised with Stout Manelli how big and athletic he is. Uh, we did a story on Tim Aloisi, which we'll see on social media in the coming weeks, and we went out to Tim's house, and um, Stout Manelli was in there, and you put him alongside Lashes Manelli, and uh, he's just got that athleticism about him, and he's quite big. He, I don't know what he weighs in at, probably 30-odd kilos, but yep. um, no doubt he's going to run 5.95 plus further. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely th think so. I mean, his WA form suggested that that's what, he, mm. that's what he could do before he came to South Australia. And really just stepping up to the 595 is, is what he used to do in, in, mm. in Perth anyway. Mm. So he always had that strength. So, yeah, he's a big brood of a thing. And Lashes Manila is a tiny little thing. So they're, they're chalk mm. and cheese, aren't they? They are. What's your best, Sean? People have been wanting me to, to ask you that for the last few days. They, they're on you. They, they think you're the informed man. So tell us your best. Yes. Well, okay. Well, so everyone needs to get ready. So <laughs> race six, number three, Scorching Sun for the Trengove yes. Kennel. Um, I do like this Greyhound. It's only had a couple of runs in South Australia. Charged home in stronger company last week behind Fantastic Victor to run third. Almost ran second. He's going to get the best run here, Tim, mm. because the one, the two, the six, 
the four all can come out. Mm-hmm. He's just going to slot across beautifully, be really close. I think he's going to get over the top of them. Um, I do like him as my best bet of the night. And what about yours? Now, I know you have been running hot on Twitter, mm-hmm. filling in as mm-hmm. well, and also best bet. So we want to know yours for the night. Well, I've been with this dog the last couple of starts, and I reckon t- uh, Thursday night is D-Day, and that's Bedrock Fred, race two, number six. I think he'll win Thursday night. I've loved the way he's progressed since he's come back from that injury. And I think um, he, he wins this race on Thursday night. I look through this field, and I look and probably see Don't Tell Lies as, I guess, the wild card. Mm. She goes to the 595 first time. She'll probably lead. But if Bedrock Fred sits behind her, which I'm anticipating he will, I think he'll run her down. So I think yep. he's ready to win again, Bedrock Fred. That last run last week behind Stout Manelli. If you just watch the last 50 metres, he really gets home. Uh, and I think he'll yep. win there on Thursday night. So race two, number six for me. And you like race six, number three, Scorching Sun. That's our two best bets for the big night on Thursday night. It's the St. Ledger. Looking forward to it. The interview. Well, the interview this week, as we focus on the St. Ledger, was going to be with Matty Payne. But unfortunately, Sean, we're trying to get hold of Matt, but um, he's travelling to Murray Bridge today and he's got some big uh, tasks up there, I guess, with some of his greyhounds. So yep. we haven't been able to get him, but we are going to chat about Aston Carlos in a moment. Uh, the greyhound finished second in his heat last week of the St. Ledger. Now, he had box one. Uh, he comes up with uh, the same scenario for the, the final on Thursday night. Yep. Um, can you see him... Can you see him producing anything that's going to be able to win this race Thursday night, Sean? Well, I mean, I can. We obviously wanted to talk to Matt because I think Mm. he is a player in the final because he is, if he begins well, he can sit on behind She's a Hot Shot and really be a challenge late in the race. My only fear is a few of us might just get ahead of him. He might be three back the fence. Mm. Mm. But if he's behind She's a Hot Shot, Aston Carlos, go back, seven or eight runs ago. He won three in a row. Mm. He's a dog that does like the rails and he's raced in good company. So his performance last week from the same box, uh, 5.31 first, but 17.97 and a, a good run home to run 30.87 for personal time. Mm. Um, I think he can produce a performance. I think he's each way. Yep. But I think if he sat on the back of She's a Hot Shot and pushed the others out of the way on the first turn, mm. he's a big chance to definitely run top three. And then... You know, who knows? He could he could run down. She's a hot shot. I don't think he can, mm. but I think he's he's exceptionally well drawn. I think he's a top four player at least. Uh, if you're taking first fours on Thursday night, he started his career back in September last year. He's only had the 26 starts so far for for six wins and 11 placings. But what I did find interesting, Sean, in his first 10 starts, he won five and placed five. So at that stage, early September, late September, when he started his career. Yep. I reckon Matty Payne would have been quite excited. You know, if yep. you're running 10, you know, having 10 race starts and winning five and placing five, you know you've got something that's something to work with, I guess. And yep. he's got him to a St. Ledger now. So I think you're right. I think there's a, there's a big chance he's going to end up three back the fence and probably find some interference. Yep. But I think his best chance of winning would be she's a hot shot to really ping yeah. and accelerate and then make that space for something to get over behind She's a Hot Shot, and then him end up three back the fence but can come off yep. down the back. So, um, yeah, I think box one's probably going to be a disadvantage more than an advantage. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's done a great job, Matt. He's, he's got that good association with Ray Border. He's got yes. a lot of the Aston dogs in the kennel. And, he had and Mrs. Bubbles be successful for many years. Absolutely. Yeah. So he knows how to, to train feature race winners. Um, but, but 
but with these Aston dogs, it seems that's what he's sort of mm. playing around with at the moment with his association with Ray Border. And he's got some really nice ones in the kennel. So Aston Carlos has made the St. Ledger final. As you mentioned, he's at the bridge today. Mm. Got Aston Cade returning from uh, uh, injury. Yep. Um, of course, Aston Cade won the Adelaide Cup Consolation and the Gawler Cup Consolation. Mm. So that's exciting for the, for the Pains. And they've got some really nice... Um, greyhounds in their kennel. So, mm. again, 2022 for them, I think they're definitely a kennel to follow. Matty Payne's been around a while, hasn't he, in the training yeah. ranks? He's been around for as long as I've been here. Yeah, for sure. Probably longer. Yeah, no, they, they, um, they're they all family in the industry, mm. really. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's it, they go in cycles, I think, with some trainers, and it's all dog-related. They get a good one come along, and they mm. all of a sudden they've got a lot of feature wins. Um, and so, yeah, I could see the, the worm turning for him very soon, really. Yeah. Well, we wish him the very best of luck. We're, we just apologise we couldn't get hold of him today. But, uh, you know, racing comes first and that's where he's heading today at Murray Bridge. So um, good luck to Matty and good luck yep. to all the trainers that uh, have a runner in the St. Ledger on Thursday night. Look, at Sean, it promises to be a fantastic night. We'll be back in a few weeks' time when we start assessing the Murray Bridge Cup. Yeah, absolutely. Really looking forward to that. As mentioned, at Group 3 level, so um, plenty to discuss there and we'll no doubt review Thursday night's SA St. Ledger. Good luck to everyone and really looking forward to the race. Yep, bye for now.